Hello again, everybody. Welcome to another, well, this is a, a late-night recorded edition of Catfish Corner. I'm Paul Scribina, Tennessean Predators beat writer, joined by Columbus Gentry Estes. Um, and we're going to, we're going to, we have a Thanksgiving week, uh, kind of, we're doing a little bit early this week because of the holiday and schedules and things like that. But, uh, so we'll, we'll talk about a few things in this episode. We're going to talk about, um, some very early season, I guess, very early season awards, if you call them or recognition or kind of talk, just talk about some of the surprises and some of the, you know, not surprises, some of the, you know, who's, who's been the best player so far for them. Who's, who's kind of, you know, who's been disappointing, who's been, you know, comeback players. Um, first of all, what, uh, what do you got planned for Thanksgiving there? Thank Gentry. Uh, hopefully have some family in the town and, have a have a nice dinner. Uh, get a few, few get a little short time off work, I guess, and enjoy that. I think I might do Cracker Barrel again this year. I don't know what we're gonna do. <laughs> <laughs> Did that a couple of years ago, and I, I I had never done that on Thanksgiving, and surprisingly, it was completely packed. I I, <laughs> I was taken aback. We a bunch of us who you know didn't have family in town. Uh, went went out together and um, had to you know just spent the spent the spent the d- dinner together and I, I couldn't believe all the people who actually go out to dinner on Thanksgiving I was I was surprised by that maybe I shouldn't have been but I don't know but um, anyhow so so yeah, the Predators won tonight ended their two game losing streak beat a really good Anaheim team uh, in in typical fashion of how you're going to see the Predators win games this one was three to two. Um, Again, you know, Ryan Johansson had you know had a big goal, had a big assist. UC Saros, another really good game. Um, it's kind of the same old way we've seen him play all season. And you know, I asked John uh, Gentry, or I think it was John or Colton this morning. It was a long time ago. Anyway, I, I think uh, you know about just whole this whole identity thing. We always talk about it. We're not going to spend a lot of time talking about it. But I think after a certain amount of time, you you, you kind of know what your team is. And I think we're at that point in the season now where you know, these. This is a team, barring any major catastrophes, uh, injury-wise. Th- th- this is what you see is what you get. Um, and and John John agreed. And you know, there. But again, it's it's one of those things where we just get into like, like who who've been their best players? Well, last year their best players weren't necessarily their highest-paid players in a lot of regards. And and you know, I, I think when I think this season, you know, from from what I've seen and from what you've seen, I mean, I. I think we probably would agree on a lot of these, but I mean, if if you had to pick, you know, who who are you most surprised by this year in terms of just, you know, compared to recent history or a rookie or a, like, has there been a player that's kind of taken you by surprise? I think it's Duchesne. I, I mean, obviously, I know he makes eight million a year, and there's the expectation for him to be a star player for this team. But the truth is, the last couple of years, he really hasn't been that star player. He hasn't been good enough to justify the cost and early this year he has been that's been surprising to me uh i had not seen that out of him i think you know you hear the same thing about ryan johansson but at least with johansson you'd seen it you knew it was there um with duchene since he had been in nashville you you really hadn't seen it here until you know the first month of the season and uh, he's he started to show that and i think that's been huge for him I think you know I I can't certainly can't disagree with that, and I, I would I would say that you know since Duchesne's 
been here, Johansson has struggled too. So I, I kind of would put them in the same category. But you're right, people in Nashville have seen have seen firsthand Ryan Johansson, you know, play like the player he's 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 paid to be. Um, you know, I I'm going to go with I, I'm a little surprised um, by Mikael Granlund just because he's thrived under John Hines, and he's been he was good, you know, with Minnesota before he before they traded Fiala for him. Um, but I just didn't see what I'm seeing this year. Like, and I'm a little, first of all, I'm surprised that he, that he came back. I'm surprised somebody else didn't pay him more. Um, but you know, the Predators certainly are glad to have him. Uh, and I don't know if I would put it in most surprising because you're right. I think it's an, ob- I mean, Duchesne is, is probably the obvious choice, but if I had to go, you know, with a dark horse as, as a surprise, uh, you know, that's not a rookie. It's just it's Granlin because he you know like I said he's thrived under Hines but the numbers the, the results haven't necessarily been there you've seen the progress and you've seen you know the the, the ability um, the potential but you just haven't really seen the results so this year I think you're seeing the results and I think you know a lot of it is who he's playing with and, and how he's being used and um, it's that's really good news for this team because I think I, I don't think you know through 18 17 18 games I don't think what you've seen so far is a fluke. Now they did come off of the you know a bad end to that road trip and you know the, the Western Canada swing of that that extended road trip. I think that one home game in eight or nine games or whatever it was. But for the most you know they they played really well for the beginning of that and then they ended it you know with kind of with two not so great games. Saros gave up four goals the other night. Um, not on him, all on him obviously. But bounce back tonight was really super strong against a really good team, which in the past. You know, you, you don't necessarily see those bounce backs. Um, I know you did, you probably didn't get. A ch- I think you were working tonight. You didn't get a chance to see the game, but there was a. Play. So you know the, the Predators, typical Predators um, luck. You know they're they're up two one in the third, and then Anaheim scores a goal that deflects off of Yossi, then deflects off of Fabro, then goes past Saros to tie the game. And this year, I can say with a lot of confidence that. You, you don't worry about it going down the toilet from there. And it didn't, um, you know, in, in, in past seasons and before the second half of last season and the season before that, you know, it's, you know, they give up a goal like that. They're just deflated and it's over. Um, and, and that wasn't the case this time. And that was just another example. I just keep seeing all these little examples, Gentry, um, that, that continue to prove to me that, you know, this is what this team is going to be. Um uh, would you say is there anybody you're, is there any but anybody any players that you you kind of thought would expect more out of and haven't seen it yet? Hmm. You know, I, I think a lot of the the younger guys. You know, there was a lot of hype about maybe a guy like Tomasino. I think Ellie Tolvanen with some of what he had shown last season. Um, Bingo! I, I think you're right on on Ellie Tolvanen. Yeah, that that hasn't quite been there. You know, obviously, you come into the season, Cody Glass was a guy who lasted about three minutes, you know, before they, they kind of gave up on that. So I, I think there was a lot of buzz before the season about, oh, we got, you know, this team is so much younger and then there there's, there's, there's going to be a new energy in what they're doing. And I, I don't think that's really been driving uh, the train that much. Uh, Tanner Janot, I think, would be the one guy that you kind of look at and say, okay, that's an impact younger player. 
I think you have to. I think you have never to throw... viewed as a prospect, not like these other guys are. Right. No, for for sure. And you have to throw Yakov Trent in there. He scored. I mean, not. Just, I mean, he scored the winning goal tonight, but not just because of that. I mean, he had a really, really pretty pass to Johansson on his goal, and he's just you know he he's another one of those guys. He's he's a lot like Janot, where he's got some offensive ability. He's physical, keeps other teams honest. Um, I think a guy for me, I, I, Luke Luke Kuhn, Luke Cunnan, I. I, I just I have just haven't seen a lot out of him yet. Um, you know, when you talk about Tolvin, Tolvin is a guy, especially you know he, he he scored a goal in his first shot of the season. I don't think he scored since. They've tried moving him all over. He's on the fourth line for a while. I think tonight you, you start off on the on the top line with Granlin and, and Johansson, and like I he just I don't know where this guy fits in on this team. Um, he's a guy that you you know not that you had super duper high expectations for him, but you know it, it's one thing like you know, with the young guys coming in or when they make trades, it's like all oh, the hype that surrounds him. Everybody's the greatest player in the world and he's going to be the greatest for the franchise. And we just, I mean, we know that's not always, that's very rarely going to happen. But, you know, I, I think Luke is a guy that I, I think they might expect a little bit more out of. And, you know, I, I don't know if you, it's hard to call it a disappointment. Um, you know, just because I don't think there were high, super high expectations to begin with. But, you know, you, you brought up the younger guys. Um, you know, we we talked a lot about Tanner Janot, and rightfully so. <clears throat> but I think you know he kind of re- has rejuvenated some of these other guys too. Um, you know that that they, they just the brevity is there now that it wasn't there in the past. That, that you know that I've seen. So you know, I think um, uh, what have you thought about UC? I mean, we we had a lot of you know we had questions. You know, second half of last year, he's played like a Vesna tro- Trophy looking goalie, um, but we all wondered. Can he can he continue that um, this year, especially uh, without Pekka there? Um, I, I, I would say that he's probably lived up to or exceeded the expectations that were set at the end of last year. I mean, I, I don't know what, what you think. He is the most encouraging part of the team, and, and he was at the end of last season and still is now. I, I think when you look at the Predators, even as well – it has gone better this season than I think most people would have expected. Uh, credit to them, credit to John Hines, credit to the fact that they're building something uh, with their identity and playing the way that I think they need to play to try to be successful. But that way is so dependent on UC Soros. And when you look at the Predators, it's hard to see a team to this point that's – they might be a playoff team, but it's hard to see a team that's going to do a lot of damage in the playoffs – Unless you're talking about Soros. He is the one aspect of this team that I think gives them an upside beyond a team that's just going to get knocked out in the first round like they did last year. You know, I, I think Soros gives gives them an elite upside that I don't see them having in any other way. And I think some of that's tied to the way they play. And as you mentioned, winning games like tonight. Well, I think you're right. I think, you know, you look at most teams that, that win the stit and I look – I'm not in any way suggesting that trying to be, you know, over the over the brim with confidence that this team's a Stanley Cup contender because I just I don't. First of all, it's too early in the season to say that. Second of all, I just don't think that they are. But you're right. I mean, most teams that make runs in the playoffs, whether it's winning a Stanley Cup or deep runs, they don't do it without elite goaltending. Um and, and a lot of teams don't do it without two really good goalies. So that, I mean, even as good as Saros is, he, you know, you, you can't, you know, you, you can't put it all on him. Now in the playoffs, I mean, you, you kind of can, but, you know, I, I just think 
you know, as good as he was at the end of last year, they still really didn't have too much of a chance against Carolina, which was just a way better team. But I think this is a way different team than, than last year, too. And I don't even really start thinking about the playoffs until, you know, February, March, where it starts, you know, the races are really, you know, start the, the packs start to separate them, separate, separate itself. But, you know, for right now, for, for, for what the, this team has done I, and what this team is doing and how they're playing, I, I mean, I, I don't think if, if you're a Predators fan, I don't know that you could be majorly disappointed. No, I think it's the kind of thing where you look at this team and you say, okay, what separates them from other teams? What makes them special and stands out? And I think other than than Roman Yossi, I, I think it has to be the goaltending. And I think it was that way at the end of last season. They kind of go into that series uh, with the Hurricanes, and I think most people looked at that and said, all right, Carolina's going to win the series. But if anybody thought the Preds had an outside shot, it was because of Saros, because that was the one aspect of those two teams that Nashville had a clear advantage. And I think, you know, this game against Anaheim tonight was it was it was a it was a big win to me because you could see things start to spin a different direction, if only because of the way that game went in Montreal. Uh, they put up a lot of goals, and and people have not been able to do that very often to Saros this year. And the fact that the Canadians, of, of uh, you know, a team that was struggling, uh, was able to do that a couple of nights ago. That was big for Soros to get back, you know, pitch a pretty good game, keep this, you know, and win a very, a very Preds-ish three-two kind of win at home. Yeah, I think I think I agree with you. I think that you know w- one thing that you and I asked Colton Sissons about this this morning. It, it's an intangible, the the physical play, and I'm not talking about the fighting. I'm talking about the physical punishment and the physical toll that some of these guys can put on other teams that they haven't been able to do in the past where, you know, it's not necessarily measured with advanced metrics or analytics or, or, or in a stat sheet, but how they wear these guys out, how they make other teams apprehensive to go for pucks in certain areas. They, they just don't, you know, as the game goes on and you watch these guys, you know, the, the, the energy doesn't run out. You know, and maybe that, that you know that can make a difference. Little differences here or there, where you know your guys aren't from the other team aren't going to certain parts of the ice because they just they're, they're tired, and you've worn them out, and you, and you just you know you're just out physicaling them. I think that's something you know. And, and Colton, I asked Colton about that, and he and he said you know it's not a tangible thing that, that you could necessarily measure with stats, but it is something. It is a what I call like I call it a, a feel stat or a C stat like. You can't put a number on it, but you certainly can tell that it's making a difference in the game. And I think that that's been an important part too. And we can't we can't overlook their their, their defense. I mean, the depth on the defense has been really, really, really good. Saros has been really good, but he's not. Do, I mean, he and he's made some spectacular saves, but he's not winning games by himself. It's you know you don't play three two games if you have a horrible defense. I don't care how good a goal you are, um, you, you just don't do that on a consistent basis. So I, you know, I I agree with him. I think. Just you know, the some of those footnotes that 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 weren't in existence, you know, in recent years have now come to fruition for this team, and I think that's why you're looking at a team that's not already out of contention, like you know, maybe some people expected them to be. Um, anyhow, uh, do you uh, you, you know, the, we're almost 18, 19 games, and what what you know, you kind of break up the season, and we're almost a quarter of the way through the season. I mean. Where, where would you, where would you say you know the, the over under on where they are like 
you know, and, and where, where you might have thought they would be at this point. I mean, did you did you think they were going to be like bottom of the division? Was did you? I mean, I mean, did, I think it's a fair expectation given how the season started last year, even how it started this year. It's <laughs> true. Know, the first few games, yeah. I mean, it it didn't look real good. I I I think they've done a nice job holding it together, and, and I think. You know, whereas I think maybe a couple of years ago, this team was probably overrated uh, in terms of, you know, they had some success. And when things started to slide a little bit, I think, you know, in terms of, of projections, the rest of the the rest of the NHL didn't really uh, was a little behind on that in terms of, of, of detecting the slide in the, in the Predators. I think it's kind of gone the other way now. I think they were probably maybe a little underrated. Coming into this year, I think too many people kind of saw the offseason, you know, the trades in the offseason, Pekka retiring, some of the things that that happened, and they kind of look at the Preds as 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 a diminished team that was probably going to be at the bottom of the division. So far, they've proven so, that they're a little better than that. Now, what they're going to have to prove now is I still don't think they've proven – that they're better than where they were last year, which was, you know, after the slow start, a team that was good enough to catch fire, save themselves, get in the playoffs, but then not win once they got there. And I think this is – I think they, they've shown they could be a legitimate playoff team, but I still think there's a ways to go to show that they're going to be scary enough to to really be a team you don't want to have to play in the playoffs. I don't know, that's a, it's a ways to go – until we get to that point. But the fact that we're even sitting here talking about that a quarter of the way through the season tells you it's been better than it was supposed to, than a lot of people thought it was going to be. You know, what also hope is better than people thought it was going to be is, is your Thanksgiving meals. And, uh, you know, uh, speaking of that, not, a, not, not predator related, but I've spent the last couple months working on something that's going to be coming out on Thanksgiving day. I think it might be even published already. It's about a, a family from Waverly that uh, lost their home in the flood. And it was, uh, you know, and kind of the journey that they've been through, since all that happened, it was it was the third time that that the the family had their had their house flooded. I think it was 2010. It happened 2019. This time they 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 lost it. Um, so I hope you'll check that out on the Tennessean.com if you don't already subscribe. We we hope that you would. Um, but uh, yeah, along, along those lines, I also wanted to uh, take a minute and tell you about the uh, the new sports app we've launched as a part of uh, USA Today. USA Today Sports Plus is the new sports app. Puts fans first. Get the latest scores, stats, standings, and more by downloading USA Today Sports Plus from the App Store today. And I will also vouch for uh, the work that Paul has been doing in Waverly and advise everyone to check that out. I think it's going to be phenomenal. I appreciate that. And that'll do it for this Thanksgiving week edition of Catfish Corner. We hope everybody has a happy Thanksgiving day and a happy every day. And, uh... You know, if you and just a reminder, if you uh, we you know, it'd be cool if you subscribe to this podcast. You can find it on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. Drop us a review or a rating, <clears throat> good, bad, or indifferent. We always appreciate the feedback. For Gentry Estes, I'm Paul Scarbina. We'll talk to you next time. <laughs>